Hello, Paul here. Thank you for deciding to put this podcast in your ears, these conversations with people who make things about the what, the how and the why of their creativity. If you haven't already, then why not subscribe via Apple Podcast or whatever your streaming portal of choice is. It's on most of them. And if you are interested in creativity, making the things that are most important to you and how to bring all of that more deeply into everyday life, then you might find some stuff of interest at my website, paulmacaulay.net. Give that a second. And that's it. Thank you again and enjoy the episode. Paul does a talk, 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 a talk, a talk. Paul does a talk with a person like this. I really like it when I speak with people and I find out that they make things, that they have like a creative practice that they do. Um, or if I like discover it, um, you know, I go snooping around and go, wow, they make this kind of stuff. And that's true of my experience of meeting the guest in this episode, Sarah James, um, who I know through work, the day job, and who I knew uh, made art. Then I was sort of found her stuff online. I was like, wow, this is really cool that this person makes that. And I really enjoy being around Sarah. She's really good company. And I figured we'd have a good conversation. And we did. Um, fair warning that this conversation, well, it's about 70% conversation, about 20% laughing, um, and about 10% of me waffling around trying to find a question, which is uh, kind of my MO. Um, there we go. So Sarah's an artist. We talk a little bit about her practice and where that comes from. She does a lot in uh, pencil drawing. Um, she talks a bit about a business she used to have, producing things based on her artwork. One of the main things I appreciated about talking to Sarah was the sense of uh, groundedness she has about her enjoyment for and in the practice of just doing the stuff. She's very sort of relaxed and sort of open about what that is and and it obviously brings something really important to her life. So anyway, please enjoy this conversation with me and Sarah. In those moments of flow, you know, there's a great sense of you know, Like anyone who sits there and goes, oh, that's a talent I can't draw, just hasn't had the right teacher. And actually, that's right, you know, you have to write so many things, so much stuff, that'll never go on. Because if it's not getting any reaction at all, or just a man, It'll just work out what should go on. So it's having that sense of, well, I'm just making something because I know there'll be someone out there and they'll need it and they'll have it. So, right, yeah. So how long have you called yourself an artist then? <laughs> uh, about ten minutes ago. I, uh... <laughs> well, ten minutes? Yeah. What happened ten minutes ago that made you um, decide that that was the thing? You asked me to do this. <laughs> You've had longer than ten minutes. No, I've, I think I've always called myself an artist. Yeah? Yeah. Like since, me say always, like since you were a little small person. Yeah, I think so. I really wanted to have a job and, uh, <laughs> and I thought an artist sounded really cool. So, uh, yeah. So what did it, so that's, that's great. So you kind of gave yourself a job. Yeah. Yeah, so, basically. Yeah. But I didn't have any customers. So technically it's not really a job. <laughs> What, what did uh, what did the job of artist uh, seem like to you, to, to small oh, Sarah? Um, I think it involved a very small amount of human contact, and <laughs> and that suits me. 
Or I did at the time. <laughs> so you were like the, the picture of the, uh, the uh, isolated artist. Yeah. Kind of I've always been like that. Um, I've got two sisters and we're really different from each other. So I'm the eldest and I probably was the, like the really miserable, the world is ending, up in my room in silence <laughs> kind of attitude. Um, my middle sister, she was out late most nights. Uh, <laughs> and my younger sister was very like, outgoing and stuff. So yeah, I was just quite miserable, but I think I enjoyed being quite tortured, metaphorically. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is it the, the miserable and uh, torturedness yeah. that, that went into yeah. the stuff you make? Yes. Like, it was like, I, I need to express myself. Yeah. Well, I did, I did have this idea, which I genuinely believed, that I could only draw a good picture if I was miserable. Wow. How old were you when you had this, this thought? I think I was about 15. Right. 14 or 15. And I remember thinking one day, yeah, I, I didn't draw a good picture yesterday because I felt okay. <laughs> and now I feel pretty rough. So this picture was good and that's why. <laughs> that was your own, own realisation. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it, Yeah. The um, stereotype of the, the tortured artist, it you is. must suffer to it make something. Yeah. But you came to your own conclusion about I did, that. I did. So that means it must be real. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did that persist? <laughs> did you hang on to that idea for a while? Um, I didn't actually. I think, um, I suppose I've always been fairly out outwardly I've been quite I look quite positive but mostly I'm I'm quite introspective and and I'll think I'll be quite a serious person so it, it's just how I am I guess um but yeah I'm not sure where I'm going with that <laughs> was there um, <laughs> did you have influences um in your childhood or early life like that um, inspired you to towards creating the mm. people around you doing something similar or opportunities. Yeah. Um, my dad is very good at art, so he was always drawing and painting and stuff. Um, but we had quite a different process or a different attitude to it. So he was very much more loose and see how it turns out go bold where I was more like no it has to be tiny this really small contained thing and it has to be absolutely perfect otherwise what's the point <laughs> right so I'd it, so I'd be like drawing a tiny picture and he'd be like saying yeah it's good but why don't you make it really feel the page and and I'm just like no I can't do that because smaller what meant that you had less to focus on and make <laughs> perfect or? maybe I think or maybe I just thought small was perfect mm. Mm. that's interesting because yeah. um or well, looking at the work that well, the work I've seen of yours mm. it is quite small scale and it's very fine mm. and it's very detailed mm. so that that's that, that's always been the case and it's mm. always been quite contained like yeah that. kind of 
kind of imagine someone sort of hunched <laughs> over this tiny little creation. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's quite a good description of me, actually, when I'm drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be that kind of um, artist that is standing up in front of an easel with these big brush strokes, because that's how you traditionally see somebody like that. But I would just be sitting on the sofa, hunched over a pad with my mechanical pencil, occasionally <laughs> glancing at the TV. Uh, <laughs> that, that's your studio. That is, the yeah. Sofa. Yeah. 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 It's where I'm most comfortable. Is that that's still the case now? But it I is. found like you know because I used to like sitting on the carpet cross-legged, mm. but I can't do that for that long. Now. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't have my knees bent for very long. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly my left leg. Um, I don't know why. I don't think I did anything particularly to it. It just hurts when I keep it bent. So, <laughs> so you, so you, you've always thought of yourself. <laughs> yeah. mm. <laughs> I was going to say you always thought of yourself as an artist, mm. and and have you always found it easy to say that? You, no. Right. Oh, okay. So no. there's a difference because some. So um, identifying with that yourself—that's one thing. But mm. being able to present that outwardly to other people has not been the same. Yeah. So what's what's the journey of that been then? Well, I think people knowing that I like drawing and, and creating things—that's not a problem. But actually saying I'm an artist, right. I found it quite difficult. Sometimes I still find it difficult now. It just feels a little bit poncy. <laughs> <laughs> Feels a bit look at me, where actually I'm not a look at me kind of person. Right. I'm a look away kind of person. <laughs> I made Don't this. look at me. I made this look either. over there. Look at that thing. Yeah. But why is why why is um, artist Ponzi? Oh, I don't know. I know it isn't, hmm. but maybe it's just a, a cultural thing. Maybe. Yeah. Growing up on a council estate in South East London, maybe you're just not supposed to be an artist. An artiste. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you are, I don't know. Mm. Mm. But So you still find it, yeah. like, even now, sometimes difficult to, to say that? A little bit, yeah. Not as much. Not as much now. In what situation would you find it easiest to say <laughs> that? What kind of... Scenario, would you hear that come easily to you? <laughs> um, hmm. If someone wanted a commission, I suppose that would have come quite easily. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite driven by money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you're, you're driven by money? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Where's that come from? And I think artists are already supposed to be saying that either. Because it's incompa incompatible with the, um, the purity of exactly. artistic expression. Yeah. yeah. You know, that being the thing. Mm. But well, how, how do you how do you balance that then? Because you, you clearly do the stuff that you're interested in yeah. by and large. But, mm. but my, sometimes I have done um, things that I knew would get money so I 
did have a company for a little while where I sold illustrated plates, uh, crockery. And um, so I was drawing the same seagull over and over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, and I was selling those plates fairly regularly. Um, and then I did just think, this is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> and it was too much for me. I, was, I had a full-time job, and, which I still do now. And it, it just felt... Yeah, it was just too much, so I just stopped doing it. I just, it just dropped the whole thing. So you're not. So <laughs> it sounds like, well, from that as an example, money, yeah. money might be a motivator, but it's not the the only thing because it sounds no. like you were doing quite well in that. Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, no, it's absolutely not the only thing. No, um, I think um, drawings become much more important to me actually. Um, when I draw, I. I feel really calm and that's the only thing I'm really thinking about at the time. I could, like I said, I could dip in and out of a TV show while I'm drawing, but really I'm just concentrating on that. Um, so it's almost like a meditative thing mm. where I can just relax and, and not think about anything. Has that always been the case or is that something that you've appreciated more? Recently or? Yeah, I think it's probably always been the case, but I just didn't really think about it. Like, I'm probably less precious about how the drawing turns out, and I think that's that's made a big difference. So, like, if I'm if I'm constantly worried about how this drawing is going to finish up, like, I might not even want to start the drawing. But that's not something I felt for a long time. I felt. Just like I just want to do this drawing because I enjoy the process, and you know I don't really mind how it turns out. That's quite a liberating place to be, and I think isn't mm. it? Um, but so, but you said that when you were younger, you know, this idea of perfection mm. and stuff that sounded like that weighed a bit more heavily yeah. on you. Was was that? Um, was that disabling? Like, uh, as in, did, did that stop you from wanting to start or being uh, challenging yourself? Mm. Kind of feared hitting the mark of perfection. It did. Or not hitting the mark. Of yeah, I think you know that um, staring at a blank piece of paper mm. kind of thing. Um, I don't really get that now. I can just, you know, I decided to draw a little bird or a tiny sparrow, <laughs> and I just draw it. Um, I'm also less fussy about the kind of paper I draw on as well because it used to have to be like really proper nice paper but now I'll just pull out a lined piece of paper from a pad and I'll draw on that well actually that's not something I used to do I wanted everything to be exactly how I envisaged it um, and now it could turn into something completely different so that, that initial mark on the page mm. could just... Um yeah, evolve into something that you hadn't intended. Or is yeah. it that you have, um, it sounds like you have a very low or minimal or even non-ex- non-existent expectation mm. about what you might create? I have, I always have an idea of okay. what, how I want it to look. Um, but the detail might change. So the other day I drew a picture um, from a photo I took on holiday, uh, which was a life 
guard tower and so I drew the tower and I suddenly realised there was a huge shadow in the picture from this tower where the sun was behind it and I just thought wow that shadow looks really interesting and I've not really thought about drawing shadows <laughs> like not like intentionally drawing the shadows and I just drew the shape of it and whereas I'd normally try and fill it in or, or use like charcoal to smudge and stuff like that I just drew the shape and I added more shapes in the shadow um, and it just felt like a you know it, mixing the, the the realist and the surreal together just found quite you know liberating mm. um, and there wasn't a bird in it which is unusual <laughs> world or wildlife has that always been a thing or it has mm. yeah when I was a kid I was really interested in animals wildlife um, mainly horses and frogs weirdly um, <laughs> um, I had frog wellies which, oh, what with the, the, with the eyes on the end yeah, yeah. Yellow, yellow, yeah, yeah, yeah classic, classic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I've I've been interested in birds for quite for, for since I was a kid as well. I remember getting a um, a book of British sea birds, um, and we would always spend uh, our holidays at Hastings um, every year. So we'd look out for the birds there, mm. and yeah, it ju they just seemed mu you'd notice them much more when you're a kid. It's, it's not really something that you look out for, or not something I've looked out for much. Um, it's wildlife. Um, although I try and be more mindful of that, the things around me. Um, so, so yeah. And, and I've been really interested in... I don't really like perfect-looking birds or animals. I like mm. it to be kind of ruffled, because that, I think that's the style of my drawing. It's not... Although I like things to be neat, it's not really neat. It's a, there's a lot of like scribbling and, but it's contained scribbling mm. <laughs> and smudging. Um, so, so that's why I sort of focused on you know, um, hatchlings and and you know newborn birds because they tend to be much scruffier and they look quite different to their adult, the adult version of themselves. That's interesting because I, I noticed that that was, that was a thing. Mm. But it, so you chose the subject based on your kind of technique and style, yeah. Rather than necessarily um, other, like the other way around. Mm. Because that that's the thing I noticed that um, uh, you know that's a kind of ruffled, mm. kind of broken lines, a little uh, um, sort of smudgy sort of. Mm barely held together little forms <laughs> uh, yeah you know what i mean it's like a, um and and the hatchlings bless them mm. aren't to me my my uh, necessarily always the most uh, uh, uh obviously beautiful things no, in I, turn but uh, i, I mm. wondered like is is that part of the appeal as well because there's something mm. quite 
like slightly ugly about them. Yeah, they yeah. are ugly. Yeah, and scruffy and skinny. Yeah. <laughs> is that part of and big the eyes appeal? Yeah, absolutely. What? How do you feel about that? Like when you see one of those little, I find those them. Guys. I find them cute. Yeah. I I pref- I like animals that look a little bit dishevelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking home at six a.m. <laughs> like after the night before. Exactly. Yeah. Just fall out of a fallen out of a nest or so. <laughs> <something like. laughs> Why do you think that is? Why is it just? Mm. I I like I recognise that they're ugly. Um, but I find that really cute. I just think it's cute. And I think, I suppose, you know, new babies could be considered ugly, but we think they're cute. And maybe the mummy birds think they're, <laughs> their newborn bird is cute. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting words in their mouths, but yeah. and I'm making an assumption. Which they can't even hold. No. <laughs> <laughs> we assume. <laughs> we assume. We don't know. <laughs> um, so, mm. rewinding very slightly. Yeah. So, it's easier to call yourself an artist to someone who's commissioning you to do something. <laughs> Where is it harder? Where do you find it more difficult? Where are you more reticent to say, mm. "Hi, I'm an artist." Mm. I suppose or, not in that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, perhaps if it's very out of context, like maybe at my day job, for mm. example, um, or someone I don't really know very well. I suppose I'm quite, I'm quite self-conscious and I think about what other people think of me quite a lot. Mm. So that's probably where that's coming from. Um, but I don't think there's anything, you know, intrinsically wrong with being an artist. Uh, <laughs> Honest. Sarah James hates all artists. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> I hate artists. Inherent evil, says James. <laughs> Dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite self-conscious. And yeah. Is it, um, like, how does it feel to sort of share that? Is it sort of, is it a kind of, do you feel vulnerable? Is it sort of, is it embarrassing to, I don't know, you know, to that, that, have that side of you seen um, in those contexts where you're not necessarily, mm. um, that how, is, that how, is that how it is? I think so. Yeah. Um, maybe I, I make assumptions about what, what people's idea of an artist is and, but the more, the more time I spend with other artists, the less important that is you know the less I feel that that's the case um and why is that because uh, what do you get from um their their, uh, understanding (laughs) (laughs) sorry could you say that again using different words say say it as an actual question (laughs) so spending time with more Spending more time with artists yeah. has helped you appreciate. Um, well, you, you, you feel less concerned with what this kind of yeah. per- perception of what an artist is. Yes. Um, is is that just by seeing that 
the sort of the diversity and mm. multitude of what it could mean and or is it about recognize recognizing mm. in them the same kind of mm. concerns or I think so but it's also like seeing how confident they are right. I think it's a confidence thing actually with me it's like putting something it's making a big statement saying I make these things and I think that they're good mm. that's why I'm calling myself an artist okay um and then that's sort of inviting people to say if they think it's good or not. Um, well, I know in reality that's just a completely made up thing in my head. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like <laughs> but a... it's in my head. Yeah. And you've got to live there. <laughs> I've got to live in my head. <laughs> that's a very familiar sounding thing like yeah. to myself. And, and to many people that I've spoken to, it is this thing of this relationship between self and the, th- the thing you're making and also value. Mm. And it's, you know, the formula is, I make a thing, I, uh, therefore I think I'm this, because it has a certain value then, but then if ever, anyone else comes along and devalues it, they're mm. devaluing me and I'm not what I say, I yeah. am, I'm a fraud. Exactly. Yeah, that whole thing, mm. which, and I said out loud that string is just like so many <laughs> so much nonsense in those yeah. leaps but yeah. it's quite a uh, uh, pernicious thing and if, if you're um, so it's, if you don't have a community like mm. or relationships with other people in that situation mm. then you're kind of on your own with that exactly. I guess mm. um, here's a question mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> I haven't had one up until this point. Why why did you start now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you think, or to what degree do you think it's possible to um, make authentic art if you're not sort of in touch with who you are and you have an awareness of yourself? Wow. It's too much. <laughs> can we dial it back a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I can come, I, I come in another way. Yeah. Come in another way. That's, that's, that's a different thing. Well, I, I'm, interested in, I'm interested in the relationship between uh, what you make and... Um, and... <laughs> And your idea of who you are, like, uh, okay, so, so, so have, has it ever been your experience where you've made the thing that you thought you should be making or worked in a way that you, you thought you should be doing? Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know, just, is it, mm. you know? I think, yeah, I think I get what you're saying. Mm. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I think, yeah, sometimes I, I just get a feeling that I think, yeah, this is how I should be doing it. This is, you know, I've hit something here. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the process and and how it turns out. Um, and then, but then, uh, you know, a day later, I might not have that feeling anymore. And I think for me, it's important to 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 keep practicing and to again not be so precious about what what I do because you know in in a a month's time I might discover a different thing that I enjoy um 
but I, I definitely once I discover something I'll I'll repeat it and repeat it and repeat it over and over again that's mm. it's just I think that's part of my personality where I have to just completely rinse something <laughs> almost ruin it <laughs> Playing that favorite song. That song, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I do, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate it yeah, but uh, you know, I like to take a little bit of of that process and, and bring it along. So, so recently, so I've been drawing birds for a long, long time. Yeah. But recently, um, I've been introducing surroundings for the birds, but then making the birds really giant, so they're completely out of out of perspective to their to their environment so so that for me it feels like a bit of a leap but I'm still pulling something back from from what I was doing before yeah um so you know maybe the next the next version I might not have any birds in the pictures it might just be because I'm really interested in in architecture and buildings and um and definitely from where we live in Brighton, there's lots of like higgledy piggledy mm. um, like heights and, and lots of different kind of buildings around. So I find it really interesting. And, and I love I love like looking down an alleyway, for example, and seeing the back of a house and perhaps a fish um, a, a clothesline and mm. or an old chair, chair that's like leaning against the wall. And I think that's quite beautiful in a way mm. um just seeing the, the the sort of discarded ugly part of your surroundings and actually that that looks very artistic if you like <laughs> oh, so as you were, <laughs> as you were describing that the architecture of buildings and yeah. sort of you know, urban or residential environments or whatever mm quite different from you know little hatchlings yeah but then you you were speaking a bit more and you know it's come, you talk about the discarded the sort of overlooked mm. uh, potentially perceived as quite ugly yeah. bits I don't know I, basically I was reaching for a thread there yeah but I think you kind <laughs> of alluded to it so I think it's still stuck yeah yeah <laughs> I'm basically going to use that now. Everybody. Yeah. I just need the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, things people think are ugly. I think are beautiful. <laughs> that could be. Does, does, does that... Does that, <laughs> that fits. That does fit. Yeah, let's sure hold that in. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's take that one. <laughs> um, what... What does... Did we talk about, like, um, artists, artistry... Um, what what about the idea of creativity? What does that mm. mean to you? Does that does that like mean anything to you? Mm. Do you have any like kind of take on that? Or how how would you def- define that? Or... Mm. Um, I think for me, creativity feels like if I'm given the space to to be able to think about and test out different things, then to make an end product or an end you know a finished product. And that feels like creativity. Um, so design work, um, you know, writing something. Um, there's a process there, and you have to really look inside yourself, I think. And but like I said, be given that that room to think. A lot of jobs or jobs I've had in the past, you know, 
you have a process and, and you, you complete that task and then that's it. But creativity feels like, you know, if, you, if you're able to consider and use your knowledge and what you know and then produce something at the end, then that's creativity. Mm. Kind of, it's kind of space to respond. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, make mistakes and, and fix things. Um, so making websites, for example. Mm. Um, I taught myself to make websites and I broke a few in the process. <laughs> but, but the actual process of, of you know, discovering a new thing that I can make um, and then the next new thing that's a bit better um, for me that that's creative um, you know you can make something look exactly how you want it to look it doesn't matter what medium you're using mm. you're using code you're using you know pencil you're still you know testing things out mm. so, so it sounds like you've got quite a, a, a wide kind of view of what creativity could mean mm. I mean I think it's quite elastic you, yeah. know, you can kind of say well it, it, you just create something that wasn't there before mm. um, and you talked about uh, iterating and or failing mm. failing and learning or yeah. you know, breaking that's a, an important part of being yeah. able to create you think being, being able to get it well not wrong but to, mm. to, to fail or yeah well you only learn if you you know, you only genu genuinely learn if you fail along the way. Because otherwise, you know, how do you know that you've achieved everything that, that's possible to you? You know, you have to push the boundaries. Um, but, you know, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy that, you know, making mistakes in a safe environment. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not at war or anything, I don't think. <laughs> In, in a safe environment, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, because there is a, you need like a sandbox yeah. to play in, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, and know that you're safe inside the sandbox, but you can, mm. you know, mm. break stuff. Yeah. And sometimes good things comes out, come out of mistakes. So, like, leaving fingerprints on a page, actually it looks quite cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Whereas we, I'd be rubbing them off, like, in the past, but now I actually think, now I do them deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave my fingerprint all over a drawing. Happy accidents. Yeah. Like yeah. Dip it in the ink and then just put my thumbprint there. <laughs> there are most of the drawings actually. Yeah. <laughs> job capacity mm, yes. uh, as well and um, and you do a lot of design work mm. there um, but yeah I'm sort of interested in I don't know it just seems quite different they're quite different you know what you produce there is very quite you know bold clean mm. um, direct yeah. whereas you know the stuff you do artistically at least at the moment seems to be actually mm. You know, it has to be sort of discovered and peered mm. at, and it's like more minute. Yeah. I just thought, uh, is, is, is it the same sort of mode, or like, do you think differently? Do you think mm. the way you I feel think, about that? Yeah, I suppose 
it it feels quite it feels similar to me okay. like in in the day job obviously with design you can you you have the freedom which comes from experience um but then you also have like a, you know a brand or a guideline that you follow mm. so you have that sort of safety net but but I do enjoy being able to push that that guide a little bit um and you know having that complete control over it you know allows you to to push it a bit um and and for the you know it, it just it just comes out clean and bold because because that's just you know the medium of it yeah. that's just how you know online um you know design works um but I, you know it look at it halfway through and it will be a mess <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's just how it how it comes out finished. <laughs> um, do you do you find yourself in this? Uh, you know, you were talking about this almost meditative mm. or meditative state of uh, sitting there drawing. Do you do you find that when you like working with you know digital design or coding mm. or you know is it same kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I do. I do actually. Oh, okay. I find that yeah. I mean, definitely in the beginning, it's not a very calming experience when you're learning. I certainly because I'm self-taught, mm. it's really frustrating, disheartening. Like I said, if you, you break a website that you built yourself, that's it. practically impenetrable. <laughs> you have no idea how you yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly you... stressful. Yeah. It's really stressful. But, but like I said, with experience, you can push it a little bit and you know what you can get away with. Um, and if you break it, you know, there's always Google. <laughs> there's yeah, always right. a way to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, just Google it. Um, is there any, anyone uh, you admire creatively or artistically, either in terms of what they produce or mm. their sort of approach to things or mindset or view? Or... Mm. There are. Good. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't think of any names. <laughs> There's a lot of people I'm following on Instagram. Yeah. At the moment. And that can change that that changes again depending on what kind of art I'm doing at the time. So I start to follow a lot of um painters uh who are drawing urban landscapes because things. you've got this interest yeah yeah like that. and i think it's important to to look at a lot of other people's work um mm. just to get inspiration and see what's possible because you can if you keep looking you know inwards and, and don't look for any inspiration then you're just gonna you're, you're not gonna grow very much you're not gonna develop as quickly as you want to mm. i don't think but if you look around, see see what what is possible for other people, then yeah, that's well, that's an amazing like the resource that we have now because mm. we can uh, find the communities or interests or movements that kind of speak yeah. to where we're at, and, and you know the people mm. you can find them uh, where, where they're, they're yeah. gathered. Yeah, definitely. Like growing up as a kid and teenager, you didn't have that. The world felt so much smaller, but now, you know, you can, you can get anything. You can find any inspiration from anywhere. 
nearly instantly. Mm. Don't know what I was talking about there. <laughs> well, I, I remember being um, like cagey about doing something like that because I felt like, well, well I'd be influenced by them. You know, mm. I'd, I want to be original. That's the idea. Yeah, of yeah. It will impact my originality. And that, that's sometimes why people mm. stop that. But more and more, I've, I've kind of viewed it as like, actually, I think it's part of how you kind of nurture your creative self that, mm. you you know, you can't always be um, outputting. You need to be yeah. drinking stuff in and yeah. kind of getting nourished by all of that. Mm. And yeah, like you said, otherwise you're you know, going to improve or yeah. develop. Yeah. And, it, you know, being original is quite a, a difficult thing, mm. I think. Um because you might, you know, you think your first thought is original, but actually, you know, most other people have thought exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know, we're quite alike as human beings, and I think we're alike in the things that we make. It might look slightly different or used in a different way, but everything's connected in that way. Yeah. So, yeah, you might you might take a little bit from from, you know, of inspiration from somewhere, but. The way you reproduce it is probably very different, but your ideas are the same. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That kind of letting go of yeah. trying to be original, you know. Mm. Again, it's kind of like that liberating thing. Yeah. Like Just do what you actually like to do. And that yeah. might be exactly like somebody else, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that other person might care, but. <laughs> <laughs> outside of work mm. has benefited and impacted the stuff I do inside of work mm. and it goes the other way like mm. unexpectedly things there yeah. have somehow fed back into my artistic life mm. and I suppose it's a question around you know how kind of porous is that mm. sort of divide <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean yeah are there things that kind of cross over and... I think there are I think definitely um with the art stuff and and my day job being you know mainly marketing and and design and communications and things is that you the similarities are that you can't please everyone and mm. and you have to go with your your gut um the experience you've got and and what you believe in um because everyone's going to have very different ideas. And you just have to be, not necessarily true to yourself, but you just have to be comfortable and, and confident in, in what you do. Because there are going to be lots of people giving you different ideas and opinions. Um, so, yeah, I just make sure I do what I enjoy doing. Mm. Um, in both sort of yeah. arenas. Yeah, absolutely. Do you get um, do you get much feedback on like so the the art you create? Mm. Is it is it very is it stuff that people around you like comment upon or yeah? And how much do you listen to that? Or yeah, that's you, you know? it. Yeah, it's interesting. I think probably before 
using online like Instagram and things like that you just get you know very you get the expected comments like that's great (laughs) (laughs) that's the best thing I've ever seen (laughs) compared to what and specifically what's great yeah yeah yeah. I'll take that you know you're amazing There's a place for that kind of uh, encouragement. (laughs) You know, I always thought I was, but uh, you confirmed it. Thanks for confirming that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, very, very occasionally uh, I might get comments on on things online saying, you know, that's great, but have you thought about doing this? Or, Or what if you drew this, for example? And... Because I'm quite stubborn and will mostly only do what I want to do, um, you know, I have taken that probably unfairly a bit negatively. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, you know, this isn't the cinema. You haven't paid to come and see this stuff. I've just put this stuff out there. But I I suppose that's what social media is like. (laughs) Yeah. I was having this conversation with someone, it might have been another this podcast yeah. conversation, that this, because I'm very interested in the idea of feedback, but then, mm. yeah, it's, um, and your relationship to feedback, and is it, are you getting the feedback that's useful to you, and uh, is it unsolicited? So that's unsolicited yeah. feedback, isn't it? Yes. And, yeah, you get to decide how you respond to that, mm. um, but that's been quite a negative <laughs> response to you. But the good thing about having that not face-to-face interaction mm. is that you can react and then you can think about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what that really means and really it, it's nothing it doesn't yeah. mean anything it's just an opinion or or someone's helpful suggestion yes that's and come out in a maybe yeah. slightly sideways yeah. Kind of way or <laughs> yeah yeah or maybe i'm just overreacting i mean that happens occasionally yeah um <laughs> So, so yeah, and then so yeah, I can then choose to say thank you for yeah. the feedback. <laughs> I suppose at the, the, the very minimum, it's yeah. uh, you know interest exactly. and attention about exactly. the thing that you're creating and putting out. Yeah, and I, I suppose I'm being unfair because you know having a having a conversation and being able to engage somebody mm. um, with all the noise that there is is, is quite rare and. And yeah, I suppose, you know, if you're not really used to having conversations about being an artist and, you know, valuing your drawings as something you might call work, mm. your artistic work, I suppose it it seems obvious that I would find it uncomfortable if I find saying that I'm an artist uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I do, I do enjoy talking about it, but it is, it isn't a natural thing. Talking about it um, to but, people online or in, in RIL. Oh yeah, RIL is particularly uncomfortable. <laughs> you, you look squirmy as you say that. I literally squirmed. Yeah. Do you? Um, <laughs> I did a squirm. Um, do you? Uh, friends who will sort of share their thoughts or and yeah. or do you seek out those thoughts i mean do you, are you do you ever like 
look for feedback? Mm. Uh, no, I don't think I do. Mm. I don't think I look for feedback. Um, but I do like to share um, what I do with friends. I like to see what other, what friends do as mm. well. Um, and that's a, that's a really nice thing. I suppose it's a, a new thing, I guess. Um, but it, it, I think because I feel quite excited when I show somebody a new drawing or something that I've made and so you know I'm assuming that people you know a friend or, or somebody is feeling as excited about showing me something that they've, they've made so it's actually a nice thing to be able to share that um, so I don't think it's it's like a space for feedback it's just a space for sharing something that you've done and that you're really happy with mm. Mm. Oh, that sounds like a sense of yeah, kind of a healthy sense of pride mm. and, and, and enjoyment so. in, in yeah. the thing that you've made and knowing that if your friend does a similar practice then mm. you know they'll be experiencing the same kind of thing mm. when did you make the decision to share your work on Instagram because you haven't been doing it that long relative to no. your producing work mm. I think well when I first started when I first started using Instagram um, it was pictures of my food and various things that I thought looked cool um, and I think it just felt like the ideal channel the ideal social channel to to share your art but and just put it out there literally you know you, I don't even have to say anything about it I just take a picture of it and put it out there um, and a lot of the time I don't really write anything as a mm. When, when I post a picture um, uh, and for me it's just that it it just feels like physically I make this thing and then I'm like here here have a look at it <laughs> <laughs> like it <laughs> give me strokes comment on it positively <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I feel like it is just it is the best the best platform for art Mm -hmm. Like with, with anything else, I feel like you need to say a lot. But for me, yeah, it feels like the best platform for me. Whereas, perhaps I, I you know, I draw a picture, not necessarily to talk about it. I draw it because, you know, I think it's nice yeah. to look at. And yeah. that's kind of the shortest distance yeah. between that impulse being honoured and it going out into the world. Yeah, and yeah. For people to experience. Yeah. Um, what about other ways of sharing? Because we, we did a thing recently um, mm. where we were, where we put uh, together an exhibition of mm. work um, from a collective of mm. artists, um, of which you are one, yeah. um, and had your work out there. What's your yeah. experiences of exhibiting or sharing your work? Um, not online. RIL. RIL. IRL. IRL. <laughs> Do you want me to say I, IRL? In real life? Yeah, no, yeah. Did I wrong before that? As real well? in life? I don't know. Oh, Let's rewind life. and check. RNLI. <laughs> RSPB. <laughs> I've done a few um, 
like art fairs mm. and that's that's scary and fun at the same time that's like that's the kind of thing where you're there next to your work yeah for sale yeah or, yeah, or, yeah yeah so you have a stall and and yeah um it's it's scary because i feel like you know like somebody buying something is validation yeah. and but you know i do actually like like talking to people um and people i don't know i quite like talking to people and people that go to those kinds of things tend to want to have a chat mm. about what you what you do um so yeah that's quite interesting but scary for all of the fit reasons i've said yeah yeah <laughs> But you put yourself out mm. there to do that. Was there anything in particular that drove you to kind of take that step for like the first time you did that? Because mm. um, it is, I mean, for all those reasons that mm. are, are totally common, that's, uh, yeah. it's quite confronting for all of that stuff. Yeah. I feel, I think I just sort of got swept away in that thing of when you join a community or you start talking to other artists and people doing similar things to you mm. um, and they're doing that thing or then you get invited to, to to take part in an exhibition or something mm. then you just sort of get swept away in it I think um, so, it's that ego thing I guess I, well for me anyway I feel like once that's initiated <laughs> ego initiated <laughs> ego initiated <laughs> then I just have to go and do it because you know <laughs> so that kind of opportunities to come along Sarah you should put your stuff in there yes I should <laughs> yeah that kind of thing that's interesting that that's um, this idea of sort of being part of a community and those mm. opportunities or uh, possibilities mm. becoming um, more real or, uh, for you have you always had a community or have you had to find your way you mentioned a few other friends mm. who make stuff um, have you had those connections before have you or have previously have you felt more on your own with your stuff mm. definitely i felt on my own right um but i've got gone through different phases um like i've gone through phases of not not drawing at all mm. for quite a long time um and then i might have a conversation with somebody that's that's actually what happened last time um, I hadn't been drawing for a long, long time. I didn't really think of myself as somebody that created. Um, mm. and, and then I had a conversation with somebody who was drawing and painting, things like that. And I sort of felt that inspiration again. And I, and I talked about what I had done um, and just started sharing things with them again. And it really just kick-started um, you know the enjoyment I used to have with it I think it's something I need to keep doing and keep working on like for, for my own peace of mind I feel like because I enjoy it so much and I feel very relaxed with it and free with it now I feel like it's something I definitely need to keep doing for me but also keep doing because you know I could easily just stop doing it mm. at the drop of a hat what <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, a certain, a certain point maybe as a way of viewing it as a, as a practice. It's something mm. you have to show up to, yeah. consciously to decide to keep doing, yeah. um, instead of being sort of flighty and I'll just 
mm. be guided by my instinct or the muse. Absolutely, yeah. And you have to decide, oh, I want this to be a part of my life, even yeah. when it doesn't feel like, you know, the obvious thing. But what, how is it you find, find yourself in times when you're not doing that at all? Because mm. you, you talk about being inspired by someone else's mm. work and their interest in yours, perhaps sort yeah. of reigniting sort of sense of possibility. Did you find yourself sort of in a vacuum of that? Mm. Or I don't know. I suppose um, you need to allow yourself headspace for things. And sometimes when you don't have headspace, um, you, you have to, some things have to give. And, mm. you know, I've struggled quite a lot with my mental health mm. and probably that's something that's that's fallen by the wayside before. But actually, you know, rediscovering it at a particular time in my life has actually, you know, helped my mental health. And like I said, it feels more like a meditative thing and, you know, it's something that brings me a lot of enjoyment and... And yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. You should try it. Well, I I I find that very inspiring. I, I admire the ability to recognise the value in the process mm. of doing it, and just and I I hear the sort of showing up for it without sort of expectation mm. and just um, seeing where it goes. It just sounds. It's just. A sim, you know, a, a way of being um, mm. without putting loads of pressure on yourself about it needs to be this or mm. you know, that. Um, I've got a few more minutes left. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so good I get to edit this. this yeah. This shit I'm interested in what you leave in. <laughs> I'm quite roomy. I I edit myself a lot because I worry I talk too much and okay. also I ask questions in about three different ways before I yeah. land on the one that actually requires <laughs> a response. Um, just see where you go with this one. What helps you get unstuck? I think leaving it alone. Mm. Um, definitely going away and thinking about something else. I feel like I'm a reflector. <laughs> Let's go back to work speak for a second. A reflector? What's a reflector? <laughs> I don't know, I'm not familiar with a reflector. Well, mm. you know there are these personality tests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So, and, like and there are... leadership. Yeah, right. something like that, right. some shit like that. <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> um, so, for example, I, I don't necessarily like it when an answer or a response is demanded of me straight away mm. I need time to go away and think about something mm. which is making this sort of setup quite difficult <laughs> is, it, is this you experiencing this as difficult um oh. no oh, no okay. actually okay maybe I, at first okay but now I feel okay I've, I've kind of judged the level of pitch for the questions <laughs> yeah no it's fine yeah okay so you need to get go rid up. of that bit <laughs> sidebar yeah. um so stepping away yes yeah, i think stepping away and thinking about something else because the more you or the more i concentrate on something i'm finding hard yeah it could just get sucked in and you don't see the 
the wood for the trees. Yeah. We can't see the wood for the trees. How about that the phrase goes? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> is there, when you step away, is there anything that helps? Like, so you go and do something different. Is there, mm. Are there any types of different that help? Um, maybe going and reading a book. Yeah. Going to sleep. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's what I recommend. That's a thing. good reset. Kind of a reset. Yeah. Yeah. Things that are different after yeah. sleep, especially yeah. if you're hammering on a problem and yeah. you're tired. Yeah. That doesn't help. Or just throwing it away and starting again. Sometimes things are just beyond, it's just not meant to be. Yeah. And yeah, accepting that, that that's not a successful thing that you've just done is okay. Um, you know, nobody died because I did a bad picture. <laughs> mm, did they? What, what, what would uh, what would fifteen year old Sarah have thought to that? Oh my god, that sounds quite like, yeah, <laughs> quite quite different. I think she would have turned the music up really loud. She's having a bad day. She was having a bad day. Um, yeah, yeah, that would have been impossible for her. <laughs> Couldn't have conceived of it. No. I imagine there were lots of aborted uh, pieces of work. I think there are, actually. Yeah. I've still got some of my paintings. I don't really paint that much now. I'd much prefer drawing, but I have paintings where I know for a fact there's three or four other paintings underneath there. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and I either did it and, you know, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, or I got bored of that, or... I didn't have any money for another canvas, so I painted over it. <laughs> Classic so, old master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take some of the layers off, <laughs> you can make a fortune. <laughs> um, why bother? Yeah, <laughs> why bother? Um, <laughs> say it again using different words. <laughs> No, it's okay. Why is this the thing that's worth showing up for? Yeah. I think it's one of the nice things in my life. Mm. Something I I feel accomplished at. And and that is important to me. Getting a sense of achievement out of something that you've made yourself. Um, and you've enjoyed doing it. Even if you feel a little bit tortured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's worth that's worth showing up for. Mm. A bit of achievement, a bit, bit yeah. of challenge. Bit of yeah, bit of emotion. Mm. <laughs> Putting yourself in, you know, yeah. it doesn't sound, doesn't sound as uh, relaxing and nice as mm. it may be. There's also um, difficulty, and mm. that, that's part of what makes it worthwhile. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, when I say it's relaxing, for me, relaxation isn't necessarily, you know, lying down. (laughs) I do enjoy some some tension, but it's fun tension Mm. to know it's going to work out okay in the end. Yeah. Cool. Um, And have you... Do you have any creative dreams or ambitions or Mm. things that are interesting you or things you'd like to do Mm. I feel like um, I'm definitely developing a lot again 
like I'm like trying new things out like I said the architecture and the buildings and stuff um, but I'd really like to make some art books uh, on different subjects so perhaps a bird book or an urban book that kind of thing um, just something small <laughs> that people can hold in their hands and flick through like the olden days <laughs> The candlelight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd really like, I'd really like to make something like that. Why, why is that appealing? Do you think? Um, I think, I mean, I thought about going down the print room and you know having prints of, of drawings, but I feel like, you know, I felt like I sort of did that with the five hundred seagulls that I drew on crockery <laughs> that time. <laughs> Yeah, you know that time. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I think you know I really, I really love art books, and just flicking through some pictures is, you know, is something that's sort of missing in my life for sure. Mm. Um, and I, I just, I just like the idea of having, you know, that, you know, holding a nice book in your hands and. And I think, I think there's a, there's something appealing in the process of it actually, you know, having a project I suppose, and the project is to to gather these, you know, pieces on a theme mm. that work together, maybe tell a story, um, and then producing them like that. It, it's it's not just having this book that I've that I've made. It's it's about the whole thing. It's kind of like a, a sense-making or a curating mm. of stuff into a sort of singular Yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like I can't really do just one thing. I have to have this whole thing planned out, which is, like, lots and lots of different things. Like, I like, I like writing. I try and write short stories. I think I told you before that I want to write a book of short stories that all link together. Yeah, you can't just write the short story though. <laughs> no. It's got to be a part of yeah, a yeah, tapestry. Yeah, I remember you actually said, you could just write a short story. <laughs> and I said yes and thought, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I still haven't finished that short story. <laughs> do you need something, like a, a bigger vision or something? I think to I do. This is an interesting balance, because you've got, yeah. on one hand, you've got this like, emergent I'll just go with the instinct of what I want to create on the page right now and also yeah. no I need a big yeah, yeah. Uh, idea to work towards mm. well I think I always have that in the back of my mind uh, okay would this work for this idea and maybe that thought in the back of my mind will inspire what that idea eventually looks like because that idea isn't set in stone yeah or I've got like ideas for several different art books so it's just sort of like bringing them together and then at some point when I'm ready, I'll, I'll just dive in. But I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> That's cool. So it would be um, uh, art piece and would, would, would yeah, writing in it as well? or um, Probably. Well, that, that's something I'm not sure about as well. Because okay. I started to write on my drawings again. Mm. I used to do that a long, long time ago. Um, and I've played around with poetry before. I used to write short verses in like in paintings, stuff like that. Um, so it could be something like that. But again, I don't know. 
This is early days. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fence me in, Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just want you to get specific. Get it done. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, And as a final thing, Mm. um, to, 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 to any... To anyone who's got like a, an emerging kind of artistic creative practice, kind of might be hesitant mm. or you know cagey about putting their stuff out there in mm. the world, or even calling themselves an artist. Yeah. <laughs> what, what 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 advice or encouragement would you mm. want that person who sat on their own? Yeah. Obviously, the the fact that you want to do it must mean that you've got some enjoyment in there somewhere <laughs> whether it's you enjoy being tortured or like me <laughs> figuratively <laughs> just to be clear yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah there must be something you enjoy about it so keep finding that thing that you enjoy and you know eventually you'll, you'll come to terms with it or maybe you won't and I guess that's okay as well if you're spending your time showing up for the thing you're enjoying yeah. enjoying it that's not a bad way to spend no. your time is it exactly it's kind of its own reward yeah. yeah thank you very much Sarah for having this conversation with me thanks Paul it's been really good it's been lovely yay Conversation, an interaction, conversation between two people, a dialogue, a dialogue, a dialogue. It was good to talk with someone actually about the experience of sharing your work online. If you're creating in a visual medium like Sarah does, then the opportunity to display your work um, online and share it that way is, is huge. And uh, I really appreciated hearing about how Sarah sort of navigates some of those interactions and sort of feedback around that. I also noticed a link to something um, Phoebe Munson, a previous guest of the podcast, talked about in terms of the link between drawing practice and meditation and the benefits of that upon one's mental health. Um, Something Sarah mirrored almost exactly there. Go and check out Sarah's artwork via her Instagram, which is Sarah James Art, where you can see her work and her work in progress and that kind of thing. And uh, join us again next time. To enable that to happen, you can always subscribe, of course, via Apple Podcasts or Podbean or Overcast or there's all kinds of places. And if you've enjoyed what you've been hearing, then give it a share, give it a like, give it a rating, comment. Um, that's always appreciated and if you want to know more about the podcast and how that sort of links with other things that I'm doing in terms of growing creativity then go and check out my website paulmccauley.net I'll catch you again next time you go and go and check out some old episodes or something you know you can go do that 
And if you're making stuff, then I wish you all the joy in the world in how you show up to bring that into your life. Okay. Cool.